Please listen carefully. Welcome to the Rick and Dodd Show. Two dudes, a podcast, and some laughs. Prepare to be underwhelmed. And away we go. Uh, welcome back for, for yet another week. Uh, we're trying to stay on uh, stay on track here for, for our summer recording. Um, so we'll, uh, we had uh, uh, not too much of a break over the holiday week, but just one week off and now uh, back to to catch up with another re- week here. So, uh, <laughs> how are how are you doing? I'm hanging in there. There there was a holiday, uh, a little bit of one, um, <laughs> that seemed to be a a lot more. Um, I would say uh, in my neck of the woods, a lot more uh, excited to be taken advantage of than than I, com- I completely expected at all. Um, <laughs> I expected to be able to see some fireworks, like, you know, uh, growing up uh, my entire life, both in uh, kind of semi-suburban or rural Maryland, um, and then in in North Carolina, um, you generally have folks running out into yards or fields with bottle rockets or some, uh, you know, quarter sticks or M80s and and stuff like that and having Mm -hmm. some fun. Um, But legitimately, Tuesday night, the the entire view of my balcony uh or of the city of chicago from my balcony um was practically the the end of fight club um with the (laughs) the the skyline lighting up um and just you know massive fireworks display in every neighborhood you can see um some is just as close as you know literally two buildings away um for for some of them uh going up um, but then everything from the, as far east as I could see, as far as, you know, you can, you're the human eye can see into the lake wrapping all the <laughs> way around, uh, north to, to kind of almost up to, um, what we can see of the Sears slash Willis tower. Um, so it was just insane. And it, it, that started at about, um, eight thirty when it was still, uh, pretty light out. Uh, all the way up until midnight where this was just going where, you know, they were uh, little uh, little ground effects on the top of small buildings um, to pro- professional grade fireworks to ones that are, you know, you're used to seeing at uh, shows everywhere. So that, that was something that uh, was completely unexpected, but something that was also a pretty, uh, for me, a, a pretty happy accident because we, we didn't end up going anywhere to see fireworks. We were just going to stay here and watch what was on TV and hopefully catch some. Um, but whatever, uh, w- whatever we ended up seeing here, and I posted, uh, I took a, a ton of pictures and posted some video to Facebook. Um, and I'll, I'll see if there's anything decent enough to share on uh, on the site or, or tweet out. But um, I mean, ev- everything we saw there—that's probably hands down the the best fireworks display I've ever seen in my life um, oh, wow. for for just a, a single night. I mean. They, cause they always end up having them. And we, I mean, cause we watched New York, we watched DC. Um, we had the local fireworks on. Um, and then after that we had recorded the Boston pops, uh, thing as well. And so, I mean, they're always good, but then it's always, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes or whatever set to music. And then, uh, you know, they just go away and just different angles and things like that for, for TV. But here it was just every neighborhood because it was like one neighborhood would end up having a, a finale, and then five minutes later another neighborhood would have a finale, 
but then five minutes later, a neighborhood like directly between those two would have a finale, and it was just going all across the horizon the entire time. So it was that was that was an insane Tuesday night uh, for for something that was completely unexpected on our end. <laughs> I uh, I saw a little bit. Um, well, just to give you the uh, uh, so yeah, you've been to the menu place. Um, so I mean, not my place, but <laughs> you've been to the new room that I live in. So. <laughs> <laughs> um so you know it's kind of, sort of like middle of suburbia but sort of in the sticks kind of mm-hmm. um so i'm driving home from my folks and there are people lined up pulled over on the side of the road to watch fireworks off of the highway off of a main highway yep and i'm just i'm just sitting there and i'm like man oh man <laughs> like i'm sitting here and i'm like oh, that sounds dangerous so you have to so that's one thing uh dear dear listeners um all, all half of you. Um, I am all about safety. <laughs> As I've gotten older, I've gotten more and more into safety. <laughs> well, legitimately, like the same thing. That's what we, we just went grocery shopping last night. And this kind of leads into the next point I was talking about. Uh, but we can circle back to, to fireworks more. But like, uh, I, I definitely know I'm a grown up now where we were we were looking for something. Um, and we happened upon the Pop-Tarts aisle. Um, and <laughs> just some of the pop tart flavors that they have now made my stomach churn. I mean, they've got, oh, yeah. they've got orange crush soda flavored, uh, pop tarts. They have red velvet cake pop tarts, uh, and W root beer pop tarts. Um, mm. now, I mean, I, again, I'm as a, uh, you know, uh, a legacy member of the fat kid club. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not, uh, disparaging pop tarts in any way, shape or form. They were the bulk of my diet during the, uh, um, middle school and high school years when, when we would, uh, stay in, uh, uh, the basement and play magic and video games all weekend long. Um, but most of that was, you know, normal, normal flavors of uh, cherry or strawberry. Oh, uh, strawberry. That's what uh, cherry was, and for whatever reason, cherry was the the flavor of choice for most of uh, my friends. But I was always a uh, if I had uh, my choice, I was I was definitely a, a strawberry, a frosted strawberry <laughs> fiend. Um, that and, and frosted uh, brown sugar cinnamon was was another good one. That's the the um. So it's funny you talk about pop tarts. So my mom keeps like. So, you know, my mom's disabled, so she spends a lot of time at the house, and she's exposed a lot to TV. So. She's a sucker for like any new item commercial. Mm-hmm. If it's like that new items under like four bucks, <laughs> she's like, oh, it's going to be exciting to try. So what's happened now is since I have a lot more free time right now, she like constantly calls me and she's like, oh, I've got some stuff for you. So you don't have to go out and get groceries. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. Thanks. And then it's like half like half empty <laughs> boxes of these weird flavored Pop Tarts. You and- get there and it's it's just an open <laughs> box with one out of everything. And then yeah. it's. It, it just drives me like she'll be like so like the last one she 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 dumped on me because like she gets it and i tell her i have this conversation where there's like sage where for somehow i'm the one that's sage beyond years mm-hmm. where where i go mom i'm like you're not gonna like those i'm like that just sounds awful you don't know you don't know you don't know until you try them yeah and then she gets them she's like i don't like these do you want them and i'm like no I mean, well, take them. <laughs> so I get pop tarts forcibly. I've been, for the last like month and a half, two months, I've had I've had pop tarts forcibly shoved on me. And so one of the things that she did was she had gotten like this giant, like a like one of those sixteen count boxes, or she'd gotten like decided to mix the two boxes up. Mm-hmm. 
So she consumed the majority of the strawberry ones and left me with all the brown sugar ones. Now, when the box says strawberry and brown sugar and you really just want strawberry. And you're, you're rooting through every pack <laughs> that looking for looking for a strawberry one. It's like, damn it, more more brown sugar. It was like it was like playing the lottery, dude. Yeah. Like I said that it was one day I was like playing a game downstairs or something. And I was like, man, I really just want a strawberry pop tart. That's it. That's all I wanted. And I sat there and I opened one and it was the highlight of my week. That's how sad. That's how <laughs> <laughs> that's how sad that is. But <laughs> well, that's what yeah. similarly uh my my folks were in town this past week. Um so they, they flew in last Sunday and then uh just left yesterday. Um so I mean being in the city and then having visitors, we tend to, to go out to eat uh quite often. Um so we were at a, a concert in the suburbs on Sunday. Um Monday we ate out when had tons of leftovers. Um Tuesday was the holiday which we had brunch which I don't think we had leftovers for but we had a gigantic brunch. Uh Wednesday uh we had a whole other adventure to get my parents upgraded to iPhone 7s uh at the Verizon store which took more than enough time. Um and ate out then because afterwards the majority of us were just defeated. Um both both mentally and physically, um, more so me <laughs> mentally than everyone else. Um, <laughs> Thursday, we I forget what it, we ended up doing, but we ended up just uh, going next door to the to the restaurant that's right next to our building um, and getting leftovers there. Friday, we met my cousin for like a late lunch, early dinner um, since they were just getting back and uh, they like to see my parents when when they're out here and everything. Um and uh we had tons of leftovers from there then saturday we had uh uh a uh a bridal shower uh for amanda out in the suburbs and we had that at one of the the main pizza places in chicago so we had tons of pizza leftovers for that and probably the most cake i've ever wanted to bring or i've ever brought home at once um so i mean we we have like every day we would just go and like there would just be more leftovers accumulating in our fridge (laughs) over and over and over again and i'm just like we never eat this much food like in a month when we're on our own but then just having all of this stuff here when it's just two more people and going to going out to eat with all these leftovers and everything it's it's been insane so like combining that and how my how like much more I've been eating, um, and then like uh, just walking through and seeing those pop tart flavors, like my stomach was literally like <laughs> revolting, and like I we stopped to look at it, my stomach was like running towards the bathroom at the same time um, <laughs> while we were standing in that aisle. So it, it it's been a, a rough week for uh, for uh, my stomach and and the bathroom uh, uh, while we've been uh, eating uh, our way around Chicago. So if you if you were to come over, I I shouldn't offer you the mocha flavored pop tarts that are sitting in my cabinet. That's what that's what I'm taking from this. The if you want me to gag and literally be in the fetal position on the floor, uh, mocha flavored pop tarts seem like the way to go. Oh, I know, I know. Like I, I I've had one of them, and that was pretty much it. That was that was. Now I think they're just gonna sit in the sit in the cabinet until. Uh, I don't know until the end of time until the rapture. Well, I mean, like similarly walking around there, like the one of the other aisles that we were we were walking through, um, the the grocery store we go to, they have um, like chips and crackers, or they have like chips, crackers, and cookies on the one side, and on the other side, um, it's like well, 
it's crackers and cookies on one side and on the other side it's it's chips um so we we were looking for a set of like uh we were looking for a box of crackers or something um and so by the time we got to the end of the aisle there's all the different flavors of oreos that they have now which are not just your regular oreos and your double stuff oreos but they've also evolved to your mega stuff oreos um but now you've got your peanut butter Oreos, your mint Oreos, which I just, again, going back to early episodes, I just can't stand <laughs> mint and hate everything mint. Um, but then, I mean, they've got like uh, cinnamon bun Oreos. They've got uh, uh, chicken and waffle Oreos. Oh, um, gross. And so, I mean, it's just everything that, again, similar to what they're injecting inside of a Pop-Tart shell, they're now just injecting into the... Uh, um, into the the Oreo uh, uh, cookie uh, goodness and then calling it a day too. So um, they're just more, and I mean, obviously it's not quote unquote natural flavors um, being in uh, in your neck of the woods where uh, NC State has one of the uh, the largest food science programs in the world um, so that they're, they're well versed in uh, just finding new chemicals that taste like other things. Um, so I mean, so that's all, all they're really doing is like, you know, uh, orange co- orange food coloring number seventeen, and this this thing now makes it th- think you're ta- you're eating a an Oreo orange creamsicle uh, cookie. But um, yeah, I mean, just the amount of flavors that they've got going between that and with all the snack food and uh, everything else is is uh, just mind boggling at this point. I oh shoot, I should have bought this. Um, so no, I just got back from my GameStop and I forgot to pick something up well, for the Switch. <laughs> Also, we, we, we've kind of got a little time limit now, too, um, since uh, we're, we're counting down in an hour to, to this year's Prime Day. Um, so you don't want to miss out on any of the, the hot deals there. So uh, that could be a that could be another uh, uh, Donald predicts uh, segment where we, we see what some of the hot deals for Amazon uh, Prime Day would be. Well, all I know is that I have that gift card from uh, a couple of weeks ago that I got from doing that that game research thing at Epic. So I've got about $100 on an Amazon gift card, and um, I'm hoping – I have no idea how Prime Day works. My mom told me about it, and I was just like, okay. Um, and, you know, just like she texted me, and then she'd called me to ask me if I had some games. And I'm trying to – like like she knows I collect the games and stuff, and uh, so she's always trying to, like, get me new stuff. Mm-hmm. And I always feel I'm like, mom, don't buy it. Don't buy it because, like, half the time I'm like, I'm not going to be able to play it. Yep. Or it's an awful deal. Like she was like, she goes, she goes, do you have Street Fighter 2 for the Switch? And I'm sitting there and I'm, like, I'm sitting there and I'm counting. And I go, I go, I don't have it. But she goes, she was like, well, they're selling it for $60 here. And I'm like, mom, I go, I have five copies of Street Fighter 2. Mm. I suck at all of them. <laughs> I don't need, I don't need a new one. <laughs> to play on the to, system to reinforce it just it, it's again it, it's <laughs> you don't need it to be you know in hd on a nintendo system and also portable <laughs> at the same time to tell you that you still suck at it so um yeah so i'm excited for prime day i'm hoping i've never actually experienced prime day before so um i don't know really necessarily what to expect i figured it was like everybody gets a trial of prime for a day uh, it ends. It ends up being where there's there's just a ton of stuff uh, similar to their uh their Black Friday slash Cyber Monday stuff where um things end up uh 
going on sale where they have like flash deals and lightning deals and stuff like that, where they have, you know, super steep discounts on a, uh, um, uh, a small percentage of the stock they have. Once that gets filled up, then they have a a decent discount on it. uh, And then it goes back to its regular price. Sometimes that's still discounted. Um, if you go to the the page now and want to do a little bit of multitasking, uh, they they've got a uh, plenty of lists of stuff there. Um, obviously, there's going to be a good uh, variety of Amazon uh, brands that are out there, so the Amazon Basics and and stuff like that. So um, I was looking, and so if if your house is running low on light bulbs, then uh, Prime Day is going to be for you because whether you want forty watt, sixty watt, eighty watt, and you <laughs> like your choice of filament. Uh, you're, you're gonna you're gonna be able to, to buy in bulk um, if you need enough toilet paper for yourself and a small army um, that's that's gonna be right up uh, your alley there um, obviously they, they've got some deals for electronics they've also got like I believe it's even like Amazon branded or like Amazon subsidiary type jewelry um, that they have on there so that's you know not a bad thing for for some of the some of the people, um, but again, it's uh, I, I think this year they're definitely uh, trying to up their game a little bit since they did Prime Day last year, and a lot of what they got as far as blowback for what deals they actually had were were woefully underwhelming. Um, I think this year they're they're definitely trying to get it. So there's a couple that I had bookmarked, but uh, once we get done here, I'll, I'll check it out and see what's there. All right. So my roommate has a Prime account, so I'm just going to use my roommate's. And then speaking no. of the switch, uh, we've we've been doing some planning for for San Diego Comic Con since that's uh, oh up yes a couple yes weeks. we talked about that. Um, and then uh, uh, the the small group that we have for the the folks that are rooming in our Airbnb, we we had a Facebook group chat going, um, and uh, there's a, a couple of folks there that actually have switches, and so uh, the discussion was was made that that they should definitely bring their switches to play uh, in line and while waiting and all of that stuff. So um, we've been actively checking here and there for uh, switches uh, around the city, but have been striking out pretty much everywhere we've looked. Um, but I'm interested to see the kind of, uh, especially this year, just en masse after it coming out, um, kind of seeing it uh, in the wild and seeing how, how many people uh, end up doing that or if there's an ad hoc games of Mario Kart in line and stuff like that. So should be interesting. That would actually be really exciting to see, um, you know, because I did what every, like, Switch owners exist. Um, I've only seen one out in public one time. Well, I mean, not that I go out, mm-hmm. but um, and it was me taking mine somewhere. Um, <laughs> so, well, that's what I mean so far. The only time I've seen, I, I've seen basically it was right after, um, right after it came out and we did your, your switch review episode, um, which I don't know why I just put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable there. Um, <laughs> your switch review episode, um, uh, where we were at a doctor's office and, and they had one there, um, or another couple had one there while, while the procedure was getting done. Um, I really haven't seen them too much, but then. I would imagine now, uh, like in the parks in Chicago in the summer and stuff, folks will have them there, but we just haven't been uh, doing too much there when uh, when we've actually been home. So it'll be interesting to see that actually give me an idea. Maybe I'll take uh, the podcast recorder, um, and while we're waiting in line overnight and I need a little uh, uh, walking around time and uh, getting the uh, ants in my pants out, uh, literally since there are tons of <laughs> ants that happen to crawl around if you have any food on the ground uh, on the Comic-Con grounds, um, and start interviewing some folks and see what they're, what they're playing and what their, uh, their, their, uh, feelings on the switch are. <laughs> yeah, no, we, uh, speaking at conventions, we have one in, uh, 
uh, and and Raleigh this weekend called NC Supercon. Um, I'm probably not gonna go uh, because I what, like what kind never... of con is it? Is a is it a comic convention? Is it like pop culture or? I think pop culture. Okay. Uh, because they've got they've got Jason Mewes is gonna be there. Um, couple Power Rangers, Shatner, I think, uh, LeVar Burton. I really like, so if I had excess money just to blow around like a, like a dummy, I would love to, and Brett Spider is going to be there. So like, I would love to get like, uh, see if LeVar Burton would like record a voicemail for mm-hmm. me, but there's like no way in hell that like, uh, like it, with a line that large, probably. Well, you'd also be surprised. I mean, I I think uh, a lot of the smaller cons, um, the some of the the bigger stars or or just most of the the notable celebrity appearances um, are are happy to kind of. I should say the majority of them. I've I've heard some horror stories from some of some people that end up letting their their ego get the better of them. Um, But then you just have to kind of uh, check to check their ego to say, yeah, you're in uh, this town and (laughs) charging. 20 bucks a, a, a picture with you. Um, but I mean, most, most of the people are, are amazing. And, uh, and you know, if you were there and you're, you're showing the love to them, um, they're going to, uh, they're going to kind of go out of their way as long as you, uh, have the time, uh, for them too. So like if they're, if they do, um, like table signings or you can pay for autographs or, or pictures that way. Um, I mean, there's been, mm-hmm. Uh, a number of times where uh, either I've done that with friends um, or done that myself, and they're they're more than happy to to kind of go out of the way. So you'd you'd be surprised if it's the end of a day and there's not much of a line, and or um, you've got a uh, you've you've got a lot of time to to kill there. Uh, you could probably have some fun with them. Yeah, the uh, twenty dollars for an autograph, I'd wish. No, they're all. That's the other reason. Like it's it's twenty bucks to get in the door, but everything is like at least men mid 40 yep and it's like these are people who like i don't want to say like necessarily like aren't famous because obviously they're more successful you know with their entertainment careers than i am but like you know why am i paying 60 dollars for an independent wrestler's autograph picture signing yep and like i know i follow like i follow wrestling (laughs) well and i know from from listening to some uh podcasts or even like some of the ones we talked about before um like uh tell them steve dave i know the for some of the ones that they go to for the the comic book men ones between like uh brian johnson and, and ming chen um they brian johnson talks about some of it on on tell them steve dave where there's a, a minimum that the just i mean they're invited guests but then at the same time there's a minimum that the con sets for what they're allowed to charge for mm-hmm. uh a photo, uh, autograph, a combination, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so yeah. certain cons and, or like smaller unaffiliated cons, you can probably, you know, work, work some, some magic or negotiating skills that way. Um, but the, the wizard worlds or a lot of the ones that are, that are run, even like the one that's in Chicago, that's, uh, uh, C2E2 is run by uh read pop and they do like star Wars celebration and some of the other ones. Uh, I mean, they've got a pretty set, uh, like minimum for things that that folks are allowed to charge. Yeah, like it's one of those things where it's like I I don't know I may go check it out, but I don't know, I don't know. We'll we'll see. It's the the only other thing for that is I imagine it's also kind of bad timing um, to try to be able to, to finagle or do anything just based off of uh, next week being uh, San Diego. 
Um, and I would imagine yeah. that most of them are probably going to be going to San Diego in some capacity, um, mm-hmm. uh, especially some of the Power Rangers and uh, LeVar Burton and Hughes and, and things like that. Um, so if it was the other way around where you were getting them on the tail end of San Diego and they weren't going to have a, a prospective money truck getting backed up to their door anytime <laughs> soon, uh, you'd be able to, to work with them and, and kind of talk to them a little bit easier um, as opposed to uh, the uh, – the, the notion where they're, they know they're going to go to San Diego and have, uh, uh, kind of, a, uh, uh, again, just shaking the money tree there with, with whatever yeah. they're doing, selling, uh, memorabilia, autographs, et cetera. So, yeah, like it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, it's just like a couple of people, but like the reward to re- reward to enjoyment balance really isn't there for yep. me. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd, obviously I'd love to go, you know, hang out with hacksaw jim duggan but oh my god is that his package in that picture he's not even <laughs> wearing a cop oh my god is it a cop piece? here no dude he he dresses to the to the to the right and i can tell that from this picture i'm gonna send this to you <laughs> and it's like in their promotional material oh my god good for him maybe that is their promotional material dude jeez all right, hold on. Let me figure out how to use computer. So I'm like an old old person. Uh, there we go. There you go. And yeah, so scroll down through this, and uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan's like a couple rows down, and it's the picture on the right. Oh, let's see. Oh, well, Michael Rooker's gonna be there. Yeah. Wow. Who's- yeah, it's like loaded, but it's like the amount of people like Justin Roiland's gonna be there too. Like just the amount of people like for me to be like the enjoyment like these are people that I've seen in things that I've like sort of enjoyed, but not like I'm not going out of my way. <laughs> <clears throat> um yeah, that that picture just makes me uncomfortable. Holy hell. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> And so, mind you, this this picture's obviously been on this website for a very long time. Yeah, he just, do I print this out and ask him to sign this? Yeah, I think you do. I mean, he doesn't dress to the right; he dresses way to the right. Um, <laughs> Almost as neat, Jesus. Yeah, that's that's a uh, that's a very interesting one. So, yeah, for for our listeners, if you want to check it out after the show, uh, that's uh, RaleighSuperCon.com, um, and uh, click on the guests and, and see who's uh, who's happening around there. <laughs> oh man but i mean that's that's interesting though looking looking here though because that's kind of a a big um uh cross-section slash uh intersection slash mashup of uh of the folks or, or just the the two different fandoms coming together um where at c2e2 um and even some of the other cons that I've seen, it's a, there are a lot of comic cons and wrestling cons at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, so there's there's a good number of uh, of uh, wrestling personalities here, um, including you know Ric Flair, uh, Lita, um, some folks from Impact that that I don't really watch. Um, the, the, those folks are also local to the state, which is pretty which which helps. Um. I know. I Kevin Smith was actually in town at the uh, at the uh, Laugh Chuckle Hut. What is that called? Laugh Factory or whatever. Uh, Good Nights, I think, is the newest. Thank you. Name. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm naming I'm naming shit from fucking Thirty Rock. 
Yep. But, uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I thought about going to see him, but I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I've never really, like, I like Kevin, I like the, okay, so, I like the idea of Kevin Smith, and, like, I just watched Dogma, but I don't know if I really like high Kevin Smith and, like... Well, I mean, if he's... If if it's, like, a, an evening with style thing, like, I'm... <clears throat> I'm kind of hot or cold on most of his podcasts now. Hmm. Um, depending on who he has on uh, Smodcast, I'll listen to that. Um, like, I, I, I listened to the episode where uh, Brian Quinn, uh, Q from Impractical Jokers, and, uh, and Tesdi uh, hopped over there since he was in L.A. for something. Um, but then I just listened to, like, the entirety of him and Mosier so much where it's just I was a little burnt out on it. Um, yeah. But if, but if he's doing a... Uh, um, an evening with it's, it's, it's in my opinion, um, something that's, that's not to be missed. I mean, I still, uh, when I was co-oping in North Carolina, um, the spring of my, uh, junior year. So that was 2004. Um, that was like before a lot of the, like the internet as we know it today. Um, and that was, I want to say that was after, that was after Jane saw and Bob strike back. Um, I think before they started doing anything with clerks too, um, he had a, uh, he had an evening with Kevin Smith down in Greenville, uh, at East Carolina. Um, so there were a handful of, uh, co-ops that, that were into that. And so we all drove down, uh, and I still remember that now it's like, it's one of my favorite like live events I've ever been at. Um, really? it was hilarious. Um, there was like, the, and, and even at that time, like he, like his audience at that time was such, um, a cross section slash intersection of everything from, um, the, you know, the people that, that look like him, uh, putting myself in that category at the time um, versus um, people that Chasing Amy spoke to, people that, um, you know, mall rats or any of the other uh, ones that, that he did uh, kind of pulled out to. Um, and so it was an interesting show. And I mean, just one of the, the things that I'll always remember, um, there was there was a girl that came up and started talking about um, uh, Chasing Amy and the uh, um, some of the either the language or the framing or structure that he put around, um, the setup for that and how people know whether, um, they're gay or straight or bisexual or, or anything like that. Um, and it was just one of the ones where, where he's like, well, ma'am, I'm at that time. He's like, I, I'm, 35 i have a child and i still don't know um and so like he wasn't making light of it but he was just trying to say like there's no definite in anything so it's it's definitely something where all i'm here is trying to tell a story and you know if i can bring all these people together with that story then i think that's a success and then we you know we just we try to get to get get to there as a community and and he's definitely done that with uh with a lot of his um other podcasts and live shows and things like that. Um, so that was, that was definitely like one of the things that, that kind of sucked me in even further. And then it was the following summer, two summers or whatever they clerks two came out. And that's when I just lost my mind in a movie theater and everything. But, um, <laughs> depending on, depending on the cost, depending on the, the amount of time to get there. Um, and you know, uh, parking, et cetera, et cetera. Like it, it's definitely something worth checking out because he's, uh, he, he's a great storyteller. I mean, last year, uh, he always does something at, at Comic-Con, um, every year and they, they close Hall H, uh, with him on one of the nights. And so 
uh, two years ago um, before the, the Force Awakens came out. His, he was set to go after Star Wars, um, but then as part of the surprise and kind of the big reveal for Star Wars Episode Seven to come back, um, they took everybody that was in Hall H and took them out uh, behind the convention center, took them to a live concert um, with John Williams directing the orchestra for basically the Star Wars soundtrack. Um, oh, jeez. So that left an empty Hall H to Kevin Smith. Now, this is like a 7,500-person auditorium that he's used to speaking to, about usually two-thirds to three-quarters full, that mm-hmm. now everybody just said, come on, we're taking you to go see a John Williams concert. And obviously, the majority of the people got up and left. Um, so like he was just like shitting himself. And he one of the episodes of uh, Smodcast uh, shortly after that. So I want to say that's like middle of July, 2015. He <laughs> talks about it. Um, and if, if anybody is a Kevin Smith fan, that's a, that's an excellent episode to listen to. Um, but so we, we went into his, his hall H uh, panel last year. Um, and I, I honestly can't remember a time um, that at a live event I've laughed harder. Um, we were, we were super close. Uh, me and my buddy, um, Bernie, we were able to get up, up close, like second row seats in again, the 7,500 person auditorium, um, which is probably the closest I'll ever be in, in hall H. Um, but as part of Comic-Con and a lot of the larger cons as they, uh, I don't want to say legitimate, but as, um, they become more accommodating and, and understanding of, of who their audience is and things like that. Um, they generally have, uh, um, American sign language and, uh, interpreters for the audience as well. Um, so as you can think of what Kevin Smith usually talks about, um, (laughs) thinking about what a American sign language, uh, interpreter has to do to keep up with him, um, is quite interesting. Um, now the, like, I don't know if this is, like made up on the spot, um, bringing a couple of different, uh, pieces of, of signing together. Um, but I understand what it, like how to, to basically say going down on a woman in, uh, in American sign language based on, on that. Um, and so (laughs) these panels tend to go on for anywhere from 45 minutes to 90 minutes. Uh, but the, uh, the, the, the sign language interpreters uh, or translators, uh, basically, they rotate about every 10 to 15 minutes. Um, and so there was one woman who was doing it, and she knew we were basically watching her when she was doing it um, and when she was signing. Um, and she was, she was living it up. Like she, there was nothing she was shying away from. Um, <laughs> the, the two of the other interpreters were, were kind of slowing down uh, or doing things not as in a boisterous manner. Um, but this this uh, woman was going all out, and I was bent over, crying, laughing so hard, um, <laughs> and uh, like it was it was literally like camaraderie around us because the the larger group around the chairs that we had were now looking at her, listening to Kevin Smith, but watching her interpret everything he was doing through sign language, and it was just insane. Um, so so that's like again another another one where like seeing him in a live venue. Um, leaves me with something that that I'll never end up forgetting. So I was uh, actually just looking at the uh, the schedule today, and he's got uh, a couple events that I'm going to try to get to out there uh, next week. So we'll see how that ends up. But uh, if I have the chance to catch him live in a non podcast setting, uh, I usually try to do it. Yeah, like I was I was <clears throat> really debating. Like the time I found out it out about it, like all the like decent show tickets were sold. Mm-hmm. And then I was kind of honestly just weighing like whether or not if like 
it'll be a whole big thing going downtown and so for 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 our uh quarter of a listener i actually uh did we lose really, someone i don't know i don't know i'm just gonna keep going to fractions see uh <laughs> we lo- we lost half we lost a, we lost a, a half we lost a quarter of a person yeah somebody must have lost a lost a limb to a firework <laughs> accident while while they were while we've been recording Who's that? Plex? Was it Plexico Burris? That blew it? No, he shot himself. No, it was, was uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, I believe. There we go. Yeah, yeah. See, we was, hey, look, it's both giants. Well, and that's what there were uh, plenty of <laughs> memes going around uh, that Amanda shared with me, and I found elsewhere where it was uh, going into Friday over the over last weekend, uh, where it's like this is the last weekend someone unknowingly is starting with all ten of their fingers, um, <laughs> and so I, I'm sure there's there's more than a, a few folks that that ended up having having that problem uh, over the Fourth of July. Yeah. So I. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. It, it was just uh, it was one of those things where I hate going downtown. I really do, and um, I just hate dealing with it. The traffic patterns. I know it's not like a big. What makes it bad is that it's not a big city, so the traffic patterns. No, I, I agree that, that makes it even worse. I mean, that's why, like, I I would take being downtown Chicago over downtown Raleigh any day of the week, just yeah. based off of, again, it tries to be a city, but they don't have any of the supporting infrastructure to make it that. Mm-hmm. So everybody is stuck doing the exact same thing as opposed to having walking options, as opposed to having bus mesh transit options and things like that. And it just, it makes it too much of a, uh, of a pain in the ass as opposed to other larger cities. Yeah. Like, I just uh, drives me nuts. So like, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'd love to see Kevin Smith, but it's like, I'm kind of thinking there's probably already be going to be a crowd there on like, you know, Saturday night for downtown. Anyway, you throw, you throw in somebody moderately famous being in town. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, well, well, I'll, uh, maybe I'll stay home. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe I'll do this. They don't have a they don't have a a schedule of panel. I would actually wouldn't mind going just to like hear panels to this supercon thing. Yep. But I don't see a list of panels. Let me see. Yeah, so this is how this is how bad it was. Um their website, so I guess they did a supercon last year, and their website doesn't have the up to date um listing of what's happening. For, oh, they finally updated it. The last time I checked this, they didn't, which was like maybe four days ago. Mm-hmm. They had, so let's see, freeze cosplay, limited run high score tournament, open board gaming, the panels. Do you have panels? That's what I was looking for. It didn't look like they had it. So, again, it, it's something where yeah. it's it's uh, mashing everything together. And, and, again, similarly, I went through one of the days of the com- of the San Diego page today. Um, and that's where they're they're able to easily sort through what's a panel versus what's an anime screening versus what's a, a horror movie screening versus X Y and Z. So yeah, this is this is something that's <laughs> a little bit of a pain to figure out what's what's what. I think I found I think I found this battle. <laughs> this is a hard pass for me. Mario meets Diva, an hour with Charles Mornay and Scar and uh, Charlotte uh, Chung, the voice actor of Diva. Or, or, uh, yeah, that's going to be those the voice actors of both Mario and Diva. Yes, this is a <laughs> that is that is just a cluster fuck of just oh. <laughs> boy like 
Oh man, that well, does not sound good at all. The description says it's Maria and Diva on stage together for the first time, but again, that's kind of like carrots and <clears throat> uh, I don't know uh, papayas. Yeah, like. <laughs> exactly. It's just like I wouldn't think to put them together, so I of course it's probably the first time they're there together. Oh, there's a free autograph signing for Sailor Jupiter. Oh, look at that. But yeah, I mean, but there's a, a good number of panels there where, I mean, again, like as I, su- I submit panels and do work and go to tech conference and stuff, like I know the process of, of submitting stuff. And even there, that looked like that may have been one of their, their bigger uh, panels or bigger rooms based on that. But um, so, I mean, getting kind of the the randomness aspect to, to make it a unique panel and make it be enjoyable. I can, I can definitely understand that, but uh, that's the, the, the abstract there was one again, of course <laughs> I wouldn't, I, they should be there for the first time. Cause I would never think to put those two things together. So um, it's a unique experience that way. Yeah. I feel bad for, I feel bad for some of these clerks guys too, because like, like guys like you and I know who, uh, you know, Brian O'Halloran is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, do the kids, the kids go in here for like the anime and like, you know, yeah, I mean, dude, uh, I don't think he was even, okay, this is going to tell you, like I've consumed Kevin Smith films. I don't think is Brian, he's not in yoga hosers. I can't believe I just said that. Um, I mean, honestly, again, as, as big of a Kevin Smith fan as I am, I actually have not seen the true North trilogy yet or, or the, the parts of it that, that are out there. Um, so I have not seen Tusk. I have not seen yoga hosers. That's, uh, actually something I should put on my, uh, on my portable devices to, to take out there with me since I'll, I'll have, uh, plenty of line waiting to do. And, uh, I need to get caught up on Game of Thrones and Iron Fist by the end of this week. Um, so that's, that's stuff I can, uh, I can put on there to, to watch a little bit later. I don't know if you need, maybe Tusk cause I haven't seen Tusk, uh, yoga hosers, um, mm. for me, it's just a, a completeness slash, uh, I, I gotcha. I gotcha. Kind of a hundred, a hundred percent. Cause, uh, it's always going to be self-referential. And then with all of the other, uh, aspects of things, he's always going to kind of come out with, uh, at some point or another, I, I definitely like to just have consumed it at some point. Yeah, that's fair. I can, I can, I can get with that. I just, I, as someone who's watched it, oh, oh. So the the other thing that came up in in our group chat for uh, um, and I mean this may just fall flat on its face, um, but do you know of Steven Universe? I've heard of it. I've heard um, it's big on Tumblr. Okay, that's what. Just looking here, it's it looks like it's a big on on Cartoon Network, or it is on Cartoon Network. So I hope it's big there. Um, but uh, that's just something I'd never heard of before, and, and it was kind of uh, brought up as uh, on a uh, similar scale of, of Rick and Morty, um, where I know of Rick and Morty, but I don't know of the other one. Um, mm-hmm. So so that was just interesting where, again, like uh, another uh, kind of notch in my belt for knowing I, I'm getting a little bit older where there's, there's plenty of uh, content now uh, um, – popping up in my domain area, et cetera, um, that I have no idea what quote unquote the kids are into these days. Yeah. Oh, there's a panel called bad fan fiction, dramatic reading. I can do that at home. I can just read bad fan fiction. Oh, that clown's nose looks like a PS. (laughs) Oh man. Sorry. (laughs) Um, 
con horror stories. But like, ah, man, we are just feels like we're stretching for panels. Um, that was just that was all on Friday. I could spend my entire Friday at this place. Would I want to do that? Well, again, uh, like if you if you look at that, I mean, you can end up seeing, uh, um, uh, you know, twenty bucks for a day to to get in uh, versus uh, going to a movie or, or anything else. Like you're just going to do one thing. So uh, even just by doing that, you're going to end up having, uh, um, or well, I guess you should say tickets start at twenty dollars. Uh, just yeah. just by doing that, then you end up having um, well twenty dollars a day. Yeah, so you can get a weekend pass for. 60 bucks as of right now. Um, so that, that that's not too bad to, to have a bunch of randomness where, uh, just go and see how crazy it is and all the different, uh, panels or unpanels and, and all the stuff that that's happening there. Or if you can find an adult that's going and you want to act like a kid nine or under, you can try to get in free as well. You know, don't put it past me, you know, I would just, you know, I would just be like, I've got gigantism. I'm one of them kid giants. I'm eight. I don't, I, I, that's probably offensive to people with gigantism, but I, you can beat me up uh, when you find me. Uh, what's the, the one store? Uh, I don't remember now that they they end up Uh, selling, uh, second, not second run clothes, but cheap clothes or whatever. Just go buy like some, uh, a uh, basketball jersey that's uh, <laughs> multiple sizes too small. It's a basketball shorts and uh, that says like superstar in the back. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you know, shave. It'd be great. Oh, it'd be great. Oh man, you know I don't like. So I didn't get a chance to do. Um, I didn't get a chance to do animazement this year. I just forgot about it. Um, that is the one thing I will say with Raleigh is at least like this is the third convention this year mm-hmm. and there's i think there's a couple more because there's gonna be nc comic con too i think is gonna yep, be in raleigh that's, that's in the fall well usually that's in or the past couple of years that's been in durham so unless they're moving yeah. that to a larger location yeah but yeah so you know at least the area does have a couple and they can uh, support multiple together yeah and um so I mean, there is that. I just keep missing. I just keep missing the the chances. Like with this, I'm really on the fence. Like, what's gonna happen? So, um, so I I bought Persona Five. Okay. Um, well, my roommate bought it. Uh, I got about twenty five hours in my roommate. It's like, well, I want to play. And I'm like, oh fuck, like, <laughs> like it just looks fun. I'm like, oh, yeah, but I'm like, this is like a hundred hour game. There's no way we both, both can play, can play this. it at the same time. Well, I don't understand how that works. I'm like, I'm just gonna have to go buy a copy of this. So, I'm 30 hours in now, and depending on whether or not if I just emerge from the house this weekend or this week, uh, we'll see. We'll see what if if I'll desperately be hitting an eject button to get out of the house come uh, <laughs> come this weekend. <laughs> well, that's what similarly. Like, I mean, I I've got a prep for um, uh, prep for San Diego next week, so I'm writing up. Uh, uh, a to-do list for one of my buddies that's that's going with us um, for the first time. So uh, he he said he didn't want to make any stupid first time or virgin mistake. So he he wanted a heads up for that. So uh, I'm pulling together a list of resources for him as well as uh, kind of reinforcing everything I need for that. Um, but this weekend, actually, one of our, our North Carolina buddies, Dustin, is coming out, um, and we're going to a heavy metal festival out this way. Oh wow! 
I don't know. Um, he, I didn't know he was still alive. He never. He never. He never talks to me anymore. He uh, <laughs> he resurfaces every now and then. So it's like he'll uh, he'll have uh, a, a statement every every so often in the in that group chat. Uh, but usually he's uh, he's either working or sleeping, and especially yeah. being kind of an independent contractor for for his work type stuff, uh, he's either you know trying to trying to get work and or working at, at random times when everybody uh, just based on his line of work when everybody else is relaxing. That's when he's working so that they can watch the stuff that they wanted to do. So, uh, but yeah, he's coming out this weekend and we're doing that. So the, the lineup for that includes uh, kiss on Friday night. Um, Ooh. and then, uh, Ozzy Osbourne on Sunday night. Um, I'm still trying to, to, again, uh, embracing my, uh, my aging oldenness, um, talk him out of going on Saturday. Um, cause there aren't too many bands that I, w- I want to see on Saturday. So we could go Friday, uh, see <laughs> a bunch of bands, uh, rest and recuperate on Saturday, uh, and then go back and, and kind of kill it on Sunday where, um, I want to see Ozzy and then uh, one of my other uh, favorite bands is uh, Stone Sour. Uh, and they just released a new album and they're they're playing Sunday night uh, close to the headlining spot. Um, so so I'll be doing that this weekend. Uh, hopefully having some sanity restored uh, on Saturday while still also trying to pack next week for uh, well, six days of of San Diego um, and uh, and everything. So it, it's definitely going to be a crazy uh, ten days for me here. I uh, know that sounds exciting though. It sounds like a whole bunch of fun. I was trying to think if I could do a really bad Ozzy Osbourne impression, and all of them so no. <laughs> well, when uh, I was last talking to Dustin, or, or maybe over the winter when we were talking and organizing this, because he came out last year for it, and that checked uh, uh, one of my uh, my bucket list items for seeing Rammstein live. Um, he was basically, and he's seen Ozzy before live, uh, where basically he said uh, he just stands at the microphone, um, his arms down to his side, and kind of like uh, bounces up and down and sings perfectly. Uh, but then when he starts talking, it sounds obviously like all his drugs have caught up to him. Then he goes back to singing perfectly, uh, moves to another microphone, sings perfectly, starts talking. It sounds like he got hit by a bus multiple times, uh, goes back to singing perfectly. And so, yeah, so, I, I mean, if you do anything with a British accent, I, I think you're you're probably going to be fine with, a, with that impersonation. I only have a really bad cockney that I used to play uh, to play a little a little British boy who's <laughs> have I ever told you <laughs> so um, yeah so I have this I have this running gag that I'll do with a couple of my coworkers at uh, East Coast where, where I, I talk about just like about like the world's worst dad who uses his kids make a wish for like his own nefarious uh, means yep in- including <laughs> including wanting to get a role in Space Jam so that I've got I've got a I've got a bad cockney that I do for that because it just makes it funnier. Well, that's At least something to we, can, we can revive for uh, the, the current <laughs> filming of Space Jam 2. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing is he just wants a role in Space Jam 2. So, like, he's, he's, he's like, but Daddy, Daddy, this is my make-a-wish. And I know you really want to be in Space Jam 2, but... And then like, shut up! Shut up! This is my dream! You're my kid! This is mine! Read the script again! <laughs> Daddy, my eyes hurt from all the treatments. I'm tired. The seraphon, it burns. <laughs> <laughs> Come on and jam. He's <laughs> like crying. So, um, yeah, no, the uh, uh, Space Jam 2. Is, isn't LeBron James supposed to be in this? Yeah, he, he's supposed to be the uh, he's supposed to be the lead there. So I, I haven't seen much else uh, um, getting uh, getting pushed for it. But uh, as far as I know, he was the, the one that was supposed to be the lead there. Oh geez, that'll be interesting. Uh, speaking of movies, have you had a chance to see um, uh, Homecoming? Uh, I have not. So, 
Um, we, as I said, my parents were in town. We were going to try to check it out. Um, it didn't work out on Friday night. What where? Oh, because we went to meet my cousin for, for dinner or for, uh, lunch. And then we came home and all uh, landed into a food coma. Um, so, so we weren't able to do that then. Um, but that's definitely on, on my list, uh, this week again, in addition to Iron Fist and, uh, uh, Game of Thrones to, to catch up on, um, to, to kind of get up, uh, on that. I, I've heard it's very well done. Um, I've seen some reviews from friends online that, uh, some of them tend to be a little over the top, um, and, uh, a little, uh, um, verbose in many of the reviews uh where they tend to try to prove how correct they are just by the amount of words that they can use to talk about something um but uh for for the most part it's uh um uh it's been very well received uh in all the the mainstream sources that that I usually follow uh as well as uh word of mouth sources that that I usually follow um apparently it's got some it's got a twist at the end or something like that too that I haven't spoiled for myself um but uh it's it it, it all looks like it's got a, a great the the cast looks great um it's been getting good reviews and there's been a, a shit ton of billboards here in Chicago that are all plenty different um that it's been pushing <laughs> it to so um we've got uh we've got some stuff we got to do tomorrow night um so maybe we'll try to to fit that in uh Wednesday uh and or I'll catch up with Dustin to see if he's seen it cuz he gets in on Thursday uh maybe we'll we'll make a group outing of it then uh to see see that too I hope the uh, twist ending is that I get to go home with Aunt May but that's uh... <laughs> um if well she was she was the one she was also in the wrestler correct yeah marissa tome i got okay yeah yeah i'm right there with you so ever since uh (laughs) since my cousin Vinny, that's that's definitely been something that that's been uh spot on and accurate so um uh i don't know if you can fight off uh tony stark slash iron man but if, if that's the case um you you might be able to to win that but yeah you're you're definitely on on track there yeah, all I could think about is this awful um, this joke from the Boondocks where they do a parody of Fifty Cent, and he goes, "That's what I'ma do, or die trying." <laughs> <laughs> and it's this entire die. It's it's when they they go to see Soul Plane Two. Um, <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> but no, ah, oh, bad. I think I can take Tony Stark. The uh, yesterday when we were we were here killing some time, uh, both cleaning. Uh, unboxing a bunch of stuff from the the presents that we got from the shower on Saturday, um, resurrecting most of the stuff in the apartment from uh, having visitors for a week and putting stuff back in its proper place uh, and then doing some work. We got CPR certified today, so we had to do pre-work last night. So we were uh, doing uh, uh, about two and a half hours of online pre-work for that last night. Um, the I believe it was TBS was running uh, um, Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, back to back. So, uh, in, in the early part of the day, I, I've, I've seen amazing Spider-Man. Um, but I don't, uh, or I, I should, I should phrase it as I watched amazing Spider-Man and paid attention. And then I've seen amazing Spider-Man two out of my periphery. Um, so yesterday we kind of continued that where we watched or we had amazing Spider-Man on in the background, uh, with the sound up. Um, and then last night when we were doing pre-work, amazing Spider-Man two was on, but it was on mute. Um, so you could see Jamie Foxx running around as both, uh, a, an old man, uh, and then just his purple self. And then I, again, still have no idea what was actually happening in the movie. Um, 
but that was <laughs> that was another one. I, oh, I, I could see plenty of grumpy uh, Andrew Garfield, um, which I I mean, uh, there's plenty of debate about that as far as whether uh, he or uh, Tobey Maguire were a better Spider-Man. But but so far, everybody I've heard uh, is Tom Holland takes the cake uh, with the uh, hands down with you know barely any effort. So uh, I'm looking forward to him uh, blowing the blowing the pants off of all the previous Spider-Men. I like. So I am in the minority. So first of all, um, you said you didn't know what was going on with Amazing Spider-Man 2, so you and the screenwriters have something in common. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second off, uh, second of all, I actually I kind of liked Andrew Garfield. Um, I thought I thought Tobey Maguire's portrayal, like for me, like I mean, not that I have a deep relationship with Spider-Man, like some people, um, where it's just too deep. Um, like I thought Peter Parker, like Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker wasn't necessarily enjoyable to watch because there were points where he felt just like, uh, when I see Tobey Maguire, I still think of the kid from Pleasantville. Yep. You know what I mean? So like, or, or, you know, Seabiscuit, like I don't, he's to, for me, he just wasn't a believable hero. And like, he felt like he just was old. Like even, I mean, Oh my God. He, like, especially I remember, I think, Pleasantville came out before Spider-Man. Is that right? Uh, yeah, Pleasant Pleasantville was there beforehand. So, um, he like he just feels like so. Even in Pleasantville, he just seemed old. Like he looks, he looks like an actor who was too old to portray a teenager in the nineties. Like, it, like. Like how all the actors like in, in the mid nineties like if he was in one of those dramas where all the actors are like thirty something. Yep. Like he looked too old. He looked too old to be like he would play one of those, but like he would be too old, definitely too old in the cast. Well that's what I was I was actually reading um a BuzzFeed article about something where yeah, I follow BuzzFeed on Facebook. Um but uh th- there was something where it came up and uh it was like what a and again, um uh admitting more about myself than, than I previously is. Uh, I was a huge Dawson's Creek fan, uh, in high school and college. Um, so, uh, uh, exactly. So there was a, what ended up happening or what, whatever, or what does the cast of Dawson's Creek look like now? And so like one of them, uh, most of the cast was like early twenties, uh, you know, mostly like 21, 22 ish playing high schoolers. Like one of them, the second season, uh, um, she was 29 playing a high schooler when they started. So well, you know, older than everybody else on the show. Um, so it's, uh, there's, there's definitely a number of, of, uh, shows that I'm familiar with that people end up doing that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think I'll ever, I'll ever get sold on the, on the Toby uh, McGuire twain. Uh, I mean, Spider-Man oh. two is one of my, the original Spider-Man two is one of my favorite, uh, all time movies. Um, I mean, just, uh, there's a, a couple of scenes in there that are, that are just insane. Um, and just, uh, uh, are over the top for me as far as tugging at the heartstrings. Um, so, so I definitely do that. Like I, I can see a lot of people complaining and, and justifiably so about, uh, how it kind of went off the rails with, uh, Spider-Man three, um, yeah. and some of the other stuff, but, uh, I, it's just, there was too much going on when amazing Spider-Man and amazing Spider-Man two came out where I was able to actually give it, uh, time of day. So if, if that is available in any downloadable streaming service, maybe I'll, uh, I'll queue that up for some stuff to, to do in, uh, uh, San Diego, since I, I won't be 
probably won't be playing Pokemon Go this year. Yeah, the I will say with Andrew with Andrew Garfield, like he like I mean he it wasn't like those movies weren't great, but I got to see one of them for free in the uh, in three D. So that always helps. I was like, yeah, this is a great movie experience. There's 3D. That's that's what I sound like in the theater. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> that's why I don't go often. Um, <laughs> it's great. And the, the things fly. They fly straight out of the screen at you. Um, so, yeah, like, I mean, that, you know, probably made it a little easier to to enjoy this. And now, have I gone back and watched Spider-Man 2? Amazing Spider-Man 2? No. Um, not compelled, but at least with this one, I've heard, uh, with homecoming, I've heard a lot of good things as well. So, um, I'm going to try and squeeze that in this week too, I think. Yeah. So hopefully we'll be able to to talk about that and then that'll give us enough time. Uh, next time we're able to reconvene where, uh, we won't have to worry about any spoilers at that point. Um, and we can talk about whatever end up uh, twist they have at the end. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. We talk about any of the other superhero movies. I still haven't seen Wonder Woman yet either. Maybe I, I might make it a double feature of franchises that I thought were dead, but are alive, alive and kicking. Well, that's what it, uh, hoping to, to get into. I mean, I don't know. Um, actually should, depending on timing, um, we might be able to record before I leave for San Diego. Maybe, maybe okay. not. Um, but worst case, then I, I think uh, we're going to try to get into Hall H um, for uh, um, the Saturday panel, which one of them I believe is the WB panel. Um, so that would have the the Justice League cast there. Um, so that would have uh, everybody's favorite Batman, Ben Affleck, uh, as well as <laughs> uh, as Wonder Woman there. Um, so we we might be able to get some. Uh, inside scoop there uh, as well uh, uh, in the the near future. So two things: uh, make sure you dress in muddy brown so you blend in with the scenery. And if you get a chance to ask a question, ask him when that stupid frog is going to join the Justice League. Which uh, the, the the WB frog? Oh, okay. <laughs> that wasn't a great joke, but you know, <laughs> stupid. I think that frog has a name. Well, the, the those questions, the people that ask those questions, I mean, that's legitimately they, they spend all year planning and doing logistics and all that stuff just to be able to get a seat near the question asking area so that they can run up there every time. Uh, some people ask questions that are insane. Some people <laughs> ask questions that are actually uh, worthwhile. Um, so I, I'm just there to, to kind of uh, experience it and, and see some of the um, – practically 360 degree video that they end up sharing in, in massive size monitors. So uh, I don't know if I'll be asking any questions in any of the larger panels, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. If you can, you know, uh, that name of that frog is Mich- Michigan J frog. Um, that actually <laughs> rings a bell now based on uh, my affinity for Dawson's Creek. So I, uh, I think I, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be funny. It'd be a waste of a question, but I think it'd be worth it. I think uh, just uh, I think I think that would most likely put Ben Affleck on tilt. <laughs> just totally disregard him and his work. Be like, hey man, when's that frog coming? Well, that's what uh, don't League. don't scare him off too soon and have him uh, have him run away from the the, the Batman solo movie. So uh, we, we definitely want to have another one of those. Yeah, I actually didn't mind Ben Affleck's Batman. I have more issues with the DC movie universe uh than bad athletics batman mm-hmm. um it's actually one of the i also have bigger issues with the dc movie universe than it was that harvey Ky- uh, oh no that's 
oh god what is who played superman uh henry cavill henry thank you i was like harvey Keitel. jesus christ that would that i mean that would be an amazing take on on superman <laughs> um uh, I mean, that would be a much older, grumpier, uh, gruffier uh, one. But yeah, I mean, that would be an interesting yeah. take on it. <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah. So, uh, no, like, um, yeah, I also, I don't, you know, I have bigger issues with that, with that, uh, than either one of their just performances. I think, um, a lot of that has to do with the writing of those movies and, uh, the WB, the WB and Sony, uh, Warner Brothers and Sony are definitely um, sort of stuck in the past, especially Sony, because I've no, I've, I see. So I, I am a, a premium Sony member who gets advanced screening passes quite frequently from them. Um, so I end up seeing a lot of their, um, a lot of their projects mm-hmm. uh, for free. And as someone who likes free movies, uh, uh, I am always, always excited to get one because it means I can get some popcorn. Um, but always disappointed because their movies never quite get there. Um, which is always very, always very sad where they, they always like, they just seem to struggle. Like I've seen a couple movies of theirs where like the special effects aren't even up to date. Mm-hmm. Like I shouldn't sit there and go, man, I think I could do a better job in after effects myself. Like, <laughs> Like it's they, they they struggle a little bit, and, and Warner Brothers is basically stuck in um, the mid two thousands with a lot of their movies too. Well, they're also trying to play catch up too, so it's just a matter yeah. of uh, some things they they try to to it, it, they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. If they uh, yeah. if they do the same thing, it's just they're doing the same thing as Marvel. But if they try something new and fail, then it's they can't they don't know you know their asshole from their elbow so it's it's uh, it's a tight spot to be in but uh, I'm I'm hoping for good things I don't I haven't really looked too much else uh, like I said uh, for next week beyond uh, the Thursday stuff so uh, need to see what I want to do Friday need to see what other panels there are uh, Saturday uh, and then hopefully I'll, I'll come back with some excitement uh, uh, afterwards and we can talk more about it here yeah yeah that'll be that'll be good the uh, I do think they should have started with a relatively unknown character. They should have started their whole thing with. Instead, they started with. They started with what the uh, was Superman. Well, Superman into then Batman versus Superman. So yeah, they should have just started with uh, like I don't know, Static Shock. Uh, (laughs) The much more slow, uh, slow roll build up than than jumping right into it. Yeah, I mean, you got it. Like, I mean, we just got a ton of we just got a ton of really good Batman movies by very good director uh, and with chris uh with chris nolan um and like we could have show i mean there are like there are other superhero like i do i want to watch the dr fate movie that like, one would be down. pretty interesting right like that would have been dope um uh th- well i mean they are doing a justice league dark uh film which i believe he is a part of so uh, so that's another one that they've got coming up um which is in the shared universe but won't have any members of the the justice league that's coming out later this year yeah, yeah. As in, they couldn't afford Ben Affleck. Well, the problem with that is, I think, uh, unlike the success of Guardians of the Galaxy um, with Marvel being owned by Disney and Disney knowing how to market um, to uh, to just about everyone, um, I and being able to pull like a D list title up to essentially the A list and being on par with mm-hmm. the Avengers, um, 
I, I don't think that they're going to have the ability to do that with um, this, where it just, it's, I, I would like them to, but I don't think they're going to have that success, uh, similar to like bringing Suicide Squad up to something on the level of Justice League. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Uh, I know a lot of people that liked it, um, but then just, you know, overall it was, it ended up you know, getting panned for, for a number of reasons. Um, so, you know, hopefully some of the, the secondary, uh, titles in the DC cinematic universe can, can actually live up to snuff and, uh, they, the people will take them for the merits of the, the film it is, as opposed to, uh, getting caught up with, uh, with some of the, the flack that they're, the, 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 the weight that they're carrying on their back, just being uh, in the, the universe that they're in. That's why, uh, I look at when I look, review movies, they're at least a year old, give or take. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's some distance. Taking some time. Not not a hot yeah. take. Yeah, not a hot take. Just a very slow take on very strange movies. Definitely uh, a hot take. <laughs> yeah, just a just a just a not take. It would they're cold cakes, not hot cakes, cold cakes. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I don't even know how to review. Like, I, like I figure if you ever like try and look at like a new movie and talk about it, there's always these. It's too controversial, no matter what the movie is. Mm-hmm. Like whatever you say, like you can't make fun, like you can't make fun of a, a good movie because people, like you can't make fun of a good movie that has come out recently because people have bonded with it because they went to the theater to see it, you know. Because there's a the whole experience. It's not just oh you you witness this movie. There's uh, oh I was able, you know, I got popcorn, I got good seats, uh, traffic was great on the way home. Like you know, there's a whole there's a whole there's a whole surrounding to the. Um, there's a whole surrounding set of circumstances to a movie, uh, especially a new movie when you go and see it, because like realistically, like you just go to the theater, going to the theater just gets you hyped. Yep. You know, like, cause you want to enjoy your time because this is how you're spending it. You know, it's a lot different than me, you know, sitting on the couch and, and watching Sully. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little bit of a different experience for you there. Yeah. And and to be fair, I did try to give Suicide Squad a chance. I truly did. Uh, <laughs> um, so <it> just was <laughs> with, with that. Let's go ahead and wrap it up because then you've now got six minutes to go look through six hundred and twenty-five pages of uh, Amazon Prime deals uh, before uh, before everything kicks off. Um, some of which include uh, giant Sophia the First sticker books, um, washable Ooh. dog belly bands, um, and then. Uh, a switch carrying case. Let's see here. Some of the stuff that I have no idea what else this is, but you can you can keep an eye on it. The one thing I did want, which was a, a graphic novel volume two that I need to catch up on, uh, I went to save it and it was no longer available. So I'm going to do some more digging here. But uh, with that, we'll uh, we'll sign off for this week with uh, another topic that yet, yet again I queued up that we didn't get to, but that's good because that just means we have more content to get to uh, at a later point in time once our uh, our you know, jovial, uh, conversational lives, uh, actually calm down. So, <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Well, I am trying to figure out Amazon. Well, hopefully you, uh, you've got, you score some good deals and we'll have that to, to talk about next time too. And kind of see yep. what, uh, what, uh, sort of Turkish bazaar you end up buying for yourself, uh, tonight and tomorrow. <laughs> yep. It'll be crazy. Awesome. So uh, for another week, we'll uh, we'll sign off in uh, uh, this uh, excellent uh, source of uh, unexpected uh, but yet very interesting conversation uh, has come to an end. So uh, with that, we'll uh, we'll catch you everyone next week. And with our when I say everyone, it's eighth of a listener. Then. Yep. 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 It'll be great.
I'll all all one sixteenth of you. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll have to look to see if we we can find a petri dish and, and grow some more. Listen carefully. Yes. <laughs>